talking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hint, we'll seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Hey, hey. it's Kat. And it's Ooh. Pat. And, and this, this is Seek, is seek treatment. treatment. Yes, this is a yes. podcast about boys fucking dating and love. Boys sex fucking dating and love. You know what I was thinking this morning? What? Whenever I go with and started being like, every time I saw someone, hi, girlfriend. Like, um, like <laughs> gen- but so genuinely, like, so earnestly. <laughs> hey, girlfriend. Hey, girlfriend. Hey, I think girlfriend. it's probably going to come back because, like, already I'm seeing, first of all, it was it was girl. It was girly. Now it's girlina. Now it's girliana. Yeah. Now it's girliana margulies. Like it's it, literally yeah, yeah. it grows and it becomes something bigger than yourself. <laughs> so to take it back 90s. to girlfriend, it's nineties. Like one of my best girlfriends. Who was I just with? We were talking about girls who were like, one of my girlfriends is like I love girls who are like my girlfriends. <laughs> I think that's so cool. And I always have from an early age. You know, I literally I hate to say this, but I feel like Nespresso doesn't work on me. It works on me. It works on you. How many do you have? How many pods? Um, this morning. How many pods does it take to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop? <laughs> this morning it took two pods to get the center of the Tootsie Pop, but some, <laughs> some morning swine takes one. What? One pod? Do you do the big or the little? Um, the little. The little teeny tiny. I know. I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little jolt. There's obviously stunning Nespresso in my hotel room. So basically... Um, I'm in Mexico for work. No one saw this coming. I'm in Mexico at a Gorgina resort. It's full White Lotus, um, but I have to it tell a story. White Lotus from here. It's it White Lotus. Well, here. I have a freestanding bathtub, which is making my life happy. Oh, I saw it. that on Instagram stories. Yeah. I saw that that's on for Instagram my, That's for my close friends because how gauche to, how gauche to take that public. Um, I'm doing a public on my podcast, but pub- this, this podcast isn't public. This podcast is for friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you definitely. listen to this, it's because you're my friend. If yeah. you listen to this and you hate me, it's like you need to be have a little band around your wrist that says, help me, I'm in the hospital. Oh, my okay. God. Wait, I have to share really quickly that I'm watching Teen Mom, obviously, as I've shared. <laughs> yeah, and I think I'm going to stop watching soon because I'm already – I just got to the point where Farrah was fired for good. And so um, – but Tyler's – Tyler Baltiera, Caitlin's husband's sister's new fiance, has to be is on like a kind of house arrest where he has to be plugged into a wall. Like stop it. He literally has to be plugged into a wall. Like there's a um, like a Tesla. <laughs> like a Tesla. Like there's a thing around his um ankle and it goes into the like it has to be always plugged into the wall. I didn't know that it was that kind of always. That's insane. Yeah, according to Team Mama G. That's what, what did he do with. wrong? What do you have to do to get the special plugged in punishment? They didn't like explain what he did wrong, but basically Tyler's sister is like wanting to like basically get married and have kids to him. And Tyler thinks that they should wait on it. And he says that from his trusty outlet. No, no, no. Tyler, the brother, thinks that his sister should wait. You know what? It's okay. Anyways, it's okay anyways. that I. It's okay that I said the wrong name. It's okay that you said the wrong name because I don't remember the fiance's name. I have a few things to say. I have to say tropical environments are very tough for me. My hair, this is literally my hair was straight and now Mm -hmm. look at it. Do you know, do you know, oh my God, there is insane construction going on next door to me. It's that is That sounds like they're in your room. Wait, should I move? I obviously shouldn't move then. No, you're fine. You're fine. It's part of the, it's part of the, um, I know, but I can't So why would I move if I can? 
Yeah, use that power. I'm going to use my power though. Use your, my... use your being able to move privilege. You're not attached to the wall. I'm not attached to the wall, so I may move. No. <laughs> what was I going to say? You know where I learned about that hair becoming frizzy on vacation? I mean, it's insane. Um, I learned about it from Monica on Friends. I am Monica. I remember that. And that's my hair is it's I'm actually worried. I should have gotten like some kind of treatment done before I came because now I'm going to be on camera looking literally like a joke. But that is ultimately why I'm on camera anyways, to mm-hmm. make make the girl Lena's and my girl to make my girlfriends laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I look hideoso, then it's fine. But I actually feel complete i actually never felt so sexless in my life like i'm oh my, God. my my skin looks amazing but i'm like it's kind of sticky and swollen and then my hair is really frizzy and then i'm like i mean to put on a bathing suit in february it does feel wait what month is it <laughs> okay it's still january girl jan. i'm getting ahead of myself it happens to be jan it happens to be jan you know i got that i got an absolutely incredible massage yesterday the best oh. of painful painful really painful but i love a painful massage was yeah. it from bathhouse of course Bathhouse is pro COVID, remember? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, Bathhouse is pro COVID. They were like, prove it. Otherwise, you have to come get your massage. I was like, I, I fully have COVID. I know you stand <laughs> against them, but the guy there is so good. So, what I'm scared of with bathhouses, don't you have to like walk in and it's like a social thing? Um, I mean, I obviously don't talk to anyone there, but as I've mentioned on the podcast, I have gotten a DM from someone who hashtag saw me at Bathhouse, but chose That's to say so hello. Sc- <laughs> and, um, <laughs> And, but, you know, I just go and I wait for my person. I don't socialize. I just go, go, I wait in the area. The guy comes and I go with him to the room. This is a guy I've had once before. And he said that last time he's, I had him, I wore like little boxer boots. So I usually leave on only as a protective measure. So I don't get too horny. Cause then I feel it's too stressful trying not to have a boring the whole time. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, you mm-hmm. can't control it. That's why you're, that's why you're so lucky if you have a penis. Cause you can't control it yet. And it's really hard when you're getting massage. It's so I'm so horny right now. By the way, I was gonna masturbate before we logged on, but then we didn't have time. And no one would know to look at you, and that's what's. I'm so yeah. You I definitely don't look horny. That's what's vaginal privilege. (laughs) And so then um, last time he was doing like an incredible job, and he was like, you know, what a miss for he was like, you know, really the best thing for like a masseuse is just a pure naked body, just so you know for next time. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know. Okay, so he's No, it's not about that. It's not about that. You know, when I got in, he started working. It was painful but good. And he was like, he goes, can you tell him that's military? And I go, no. No. But no, well, no, I, I said no. yes because I felt like he wanted me to be able to tell he was ex-military. Oh, wait, that makes me feel weird. No, no, no. He was cool. He was cool. Wait, we have to t- – quick aside, did you see the U.S. military tweeted Alana Del Rey quote? Yeah, yeah I did see that. <laughs> I, I really loved that. The Go world on, is quaking in their boots. Um, um, the world is becoming iconic. <laughs> uh, and so then he goes, and can you tell I'm, you know, an ex-NCAA basketball player? And I was like, I couldn't. I said yes again because, I mean, because he thought I was psychic, literally reading his past. And so then he was doing like, an incredible job. And then he said the thing about being naked next time. I was like, okay, like. Oh, and then I just go, I forget, I go, you know, I think I feel this weird guilt around it, I say, about coming in naked. And he goes, mm. and he said, if the masseuse is like me and they're all about the work, then we don't even care. And I was like, okay. And so now I'm in a place where I wear my boxers and then like when the person says strip down to your lowest level of comfort, I try to gauge just from the couple seconds I've 
met with them if they're all about the work or not. And if they are, I try to be naked. If they're not, I leave my boxers on. And anyway, this is interesting because I've this is something I've experienced. Like I always leave my panties on, but the other day I was wearing such high waisted panties that they like had to <laughs> they had to truly like pull them essentially off because it was covering <laughs> my whole back. <laughs> and so then what happened was so then I made a specific like probe appointment with this guy, which is like, 80 minutes. And I was like, I really want because like, you know, I've been trying to run again and I've had the sciatica and like all this stuff. So I was like so I went for an eating that pro massage and was naked and he did a really good job. And it wasn't, and because he was all about the work, my body just knew not to get horny. And, um, and yeah, it was incredible. But my hamstrings are so tight. He was like, your hamstrings are so tight. It's insane. And I was like, I know, I know. I want to say his name because he's so good and I want to celebrate him, but I don't want everyone else to like. Can you tell him. me? Cause I want to go to bathhouse and then you can, we can bleep it. Yeah. Shamar. Okay. Maybe include it to like celebrate him. I don't know. So I'm he sure did amazing work him. on you. Yeah, maybe say it and celebrate him. Let's say it because I think no one really goes there because they make it scary because they make it social and they make you have COVID to go there. Yeah, I will say Shamar <laughs> is like an incredible and all about the work and I celebrate him. Oh, I'm dying for a massage. Wait, I have a few things to touch on. Well, the first one, <laughs> this is honestly one of the most embarrassing things that's ever happened to me in my life. And okay, I what? texted you guys about it, but I don't know if Wait, you really understood. I don't, I, I don't really see the message. So look, so look at me. Cut to me. Cut to me. Cut to me. I'm on the plane. And I say this with love. I say this with love. It was first class. I have to say that with love towards everyone. It was first class. Because like, you don't expect this kind of thing to happen. It's an early morning flight. Early, early. I'm exhausted. The first half of the flight, I sleep. Second half, I wake up. I'm like, I'm going to get a coffee. Get a coffee. Sipping it, sipping it. As you guys know, I always drink half a cup of coffee. Don't ever finish it because my my ass because of my ass so then i'm like i'm gonna set it on the armrest for just a second while i grab my ipad so i can watch yeah. station 11 which is by the way kind of boring can't okay. connect cannot connect Sorry. let me tell i just finished all of it because everyone was tweeting about it like it was like life-changing yeah i mean here's what i'll say but it looks beautiful the acting's amazing everything i care about something looking beautiful or something having amazing acting then you know it was from a hole in the wall or bo- there were some you don't know me from a hole in the wall or a hole in the ass <laughs> there were some some parts i mean this is all honestly all i can say about it was that some parts of some episodes were breathtaking and everything else was boring yeah, and i don't so know how everyone can learn shakespeare and do shakespeare so quick and why everyone cares about shakespeare so much and I thought even um, I thought it was fine. Like I don't care. I don't yeah. care. Is my is my thesis? Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But there were some amazing performances, specifically Danielle Deadweiler, who plays Miranda. Um, the lead girl was good. She looks like Haley Nauman. Shout out to her. Oh, I have to. I opened um, her text. I kept. I couldn't unsee Haley when I was looking at her. She's beautiful. Beautiful girl. Beautiful girl. And the guy who plays Jeevan, I feel bad now. I forgot his name. Is it? If you think I know anyone's name who's attached to that project, you're dead wrong. He was really good. Anyways, oh, and the guy who played Frank was amazing. Anyways, but it was no. Here's what I'll say: the actors, amazing, amazing, amazing. I shouldn't care. Okay, Sir, so, I'm sitting there on the plane. The girl next to me, gorgeous girl, asleep, asleep, asleep. What kind of gorgeous? Couldn't see her face, but she had like this um, Gucci, beautiful Gucci bag, and uh-huh. this like. <laughs> This is important for the story. This like white, 
light, pale tracksuit. And she looked okay. rich. She looked rich is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, and yeah. young. Rich and young. Like the ideal combo yeah, when yeah. you're a girl. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. I didn't even move my elbow half an inch. The entire cup of black coffee spills all over this girl. She's asleep. She wakes up. There's a massive stain all over her white pants, all over the Gucci bag. Doesn't say a word. I'm like, oh, my God. I am so so sorry oh my god i'm like no one's ever said sorry more i'm like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm like i get up i'm like let me get you some napkins some soda water i handed the soda water she's like what's this i'm like oh it's soda water like it helps with stains she's like okay and then i mean she was honestly being so nice about it and then i'm like trying to help her i'm not gonna like dab her ass with soda water so i'm just like sitting there i'm just like letting her dab and i'm just that's harassment. I, I wasn't going to do harassment. So I just sat there doing nothing instead. And so I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. So like I sat in a really sad gesture. I like write my email on a piece of paper in my moleskin. When you know I, you know I hate to rip pages out of my moleskin. You know I hate to rip pages. That is the worst. It's the worst. But I ripped it out and I was like, I'm so sorry. Please, like, here's my email. Contact me if I can replace anything or pay for any dry cleaning or please just like let me know. Like, I'm happy to pay for it. I'm so, so sorry. It was a total accident. It's so horrible. And she was really nice. She was just kind of like silent. She was like, it happens. But then didn't realize there's two hours left on the flight. So I'm just sitting next to this girl, absolutely soaked in my lukewarm coffee for two American hours. I feel like I'm going to explode. I'm so the, the, the level. It's like it was such a pure distilled form of embarrassment. Like it was so pure. Like it was it really was an honest mistake. Yeah. But I was so mortified and I couldn't believe I let that happen on my own watch. And yeah. then I and then of course towards the end of the flight, I'm like, I have to pee so bad. And I would yeah. normally never sit window. Never, never, never I'd sit window. I always sit aisle because of my bladder cannot. I always sit aisle, but I, I got my flights too late. So I'm like, okay, fuck. The last thing I'm gonna do is ask this coffee stained girl to get up. So I'm just holding my pee for two American hours, which turned into two Mexican hours once I landed. <sighs> Anyways, then I literally I literally waited to get off the plane so I wouldn't have to walk behind her. And then I like ran to customs. But then I happened to see her as I was waiting for my car. And she'd like tie, she was, she'd tied like a sweatshirt around her waist. Oh, good girl. Good girl. I miss her. I feel so, so if you're That's listening, a Mendoza commercial. When someone spills coffee on you and you need to tie a um, sweatshirt <laughs> around your waist, that's a Mendoza commercial. I really felt so fucking bad. It was humiliating. And if that girl has, would ever even consider listening to this podcast, I want to just tell her I'm really sorry. Do you know about Mendoza commercials? I don't know if I would have handled it as well as she did. Oh, um, Mentos commercials. I would have been maker. like, because is it Mentos the fresh maker, babe? Yeah, it's when you come up with innovative solutions. The commercials are no, about coming up with that. the commercials are about coming up with innovative solutions. So for instance, a Mentos commercial might be like, well, this wasn't an in fact, this was a Mentos commercial. One time a man in a suit sat down on a bench, a white bench, and then looked and it said, um, this bench is being painted and the paint is wet. A sign said this bench is being painted and the paint is wet. And so <laughs> he's looking at the camera like, oh my God, I just sat down on the bench that's being painted and the paint is wet. What should I do? So then he pops the Mentos. And then after he pops the Mentos, he comes up with the, he comes up with the innovative solution to roll to um, lie down on the bench and roll around on it. So his whole suit turns pinstripe. Oh, that's genius. And it's Mentos fresh and full of life. And... That's the solution. <laughs> and so Mentos commercials are all about kind of coming up with those kinds of solutions back in like nineteen. So this girl was Mentos. By tying her, yeah, by tying her sweatshirt around her waist, that was like basically a low, a low grade Mentos moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, the thing I was going to tell you about that made me laugh so hard. This is why I love our podcast and I love our community. 
I used the app Strava. I only ran a mile because it was so humid and I was feeling nauseous. So I run one mile. I run one single mile. Yeah. And then I post it on Strava because I'm I'm open about sometimes you can't run more than a mile. And sometimes no, okay. absolutely. And then someone commented. <laughs> I was dying. I run one mile and someone comments, Yas Gaga. <laughs> okay, I love this person with everything in me. Like oh this person, that person made my day. I was laughing is so hard. Like, you know, your life is fabulous when you run one mile and someone says Yas Gaga to you. Do you know um, that I What are you am... looking at? Because you're doing something besides our podcast. I know I was looking at you. When you said Java, it made me look at Java. Oh, okay. One of my college teammates that I didn't follow uh, followed me as Java. And I haven't talked to Matt in about 10 years. So I wonder how he's doing. But I went to look at your, your activity on Java. I don't know if you noticed during that time that I've worked back up to, I went 38 miles last week. So I'm almost back to my pre-injury. In the summer, I was up to like low 50s, I think. And that's amazing. Three summers ago in 2019, I was up to like low 80s. Oh my God. um, I'm not trying to get up to that anytime soon. I'm trying to get really slow and steady this time. You know, 230, two like late 30s women set two different American records at the Houston Marathon to kind of flush you to the center again. (laughs) Carrie <laughs> Demata, the woman I was talking about, broke a 15-year-old American women's marathon record. I slept through it by accident, and I probably will not get to see that broken in my lifetime. And then um, Sarah Hall, who's like, Carrie Demata is like new on the scene. Like she got six NCAAs in truly 2005 and then disappeared into nothing, and like no one heard of her. And then she was a realtor and mom, but decided to start running again and was coached by this um, Virginia coach, uh, Steve Rasko, who coached Alan Webb famously to the um, high school mile record. And she's just been running really good ever since quarantine. And she broke the American record that was set in 2006. And she ran 219 in, tw- in 2012 about, which is about 518 per mile, this woman ran at age like 36 with two kids. And then Sarah Hall, who's like been in the game and never left the game since truly 2000. She is um, like 39 and she's at the American half marathon record. Which is Wait, about- do you care if I go get another espresso pod while you... No, I do just want to point out that you absolutely filleted me on a grill for looking, for gazing at my phone um, mere moments ago. But I do need and want you to have an espresso pod. So why don't you get up? You know, why don't you go I'm get I'm sorry. Up? I just got depressed. I can't remember why. I think it's because my hair looks bad. Like when my hair looks, this is so sad, but so real. And my girlfriends will know what I'm talking about. Like when your hair looks like this and you can't, like when your hair looks good, you feel good. And right now my hair looks bad. I'm I'm a commercial right now, but my hair is making me feel like I've never even sucked a dick. (laughs) You know what you need to do about that is have, you need to have a Mentos moment. I need and a Mentos moment. I don't know what that Mentos moment is, but you need to have <laughs> oh my it. God. You need to have the equivalent of rolling around on the, oh on my the God. Um, wet painted bench or tying a hoodie around you. I'm lonely. I'm lonely and my hair looks bad. I wondered if I was lonely last night. Why don't you get up and go get it in all monologue really quickly? Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. You know, I wondered if I was lonely last night because I was... You know, I'm working through that book, A Little Life, which I think we all hate, but I'm like, whatever, I'm a Catholic, so it's like kind of have to by law finish that, even though I'm not necessarily enjoying it, but it did just become like a little bit more propulsive, I guess. Like I suddenly feel 
uh, a want to turn the page and read the next one, whereas I used to kind of dread that that uh, that activity of turning the page and reading the next one. So I don't know, the place I'm at, one of the main characters is really confronting his loneliness and deciding like, he's, it's really about right now, this thing about staying lonely and your kind of safety or sort of um, the dangers that you have to encounter by being not lonely, the emotional dangers that you kind of face, a vulnerability. And I was like, wait, am I lonely in a larger sense? You know, I have a partner, I live with someone, but I don't know that I have very many close, 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 close friends right now. Not very many, I don't think. And so I was like, I was wondering if I was lonely and I wondered what I should do about it. But um, I ultimately decided that I didn't care that much. I only cared a little bit. And so, yeah, I feel like I'm going to start journaling again. I felt so uncreative lately. It's been really crazy lately. Um, okay, my friend is back, so I got a log off. I have to talk to you about something. What? So the other thing I, the one, the last thing I wanted to bring up was that I made the iconic, absolutely sick decision. I forgot my, ready for this? I forgot my birth control. I forgot my Prozac. And I forgot this medicine I've been taking for my PCOS. Oh my God. I have enough Prozac for like the next five days and then I'm done. So what are you going to do? You know, you can go to like, well, I know someone who's always getting like Mexican Xanax. For kind of like, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I know someone who's easily always getting Mexican Xanax. And well, I like, made the cool decision to definitely, I have enough Xanax and Ritalin, but I am. Um, not that you need Xanax. I'm saying like, if no, someone can easy, breezy, beautiful, get um. Mexican Xanax, I'm sure Prozac is literally flowing like wine. Well, I think the thing is I'm only on 10 milligrams Prozac. So if I stop taking it, it's not like I'm going to have a freak out. Because even if I was going to stop taking it, I would just – it's not like I would wean myself off. So, I mean, I've stopped before. I stopped last spring when I was (laughs) self-isolating in Toronto. And I did lose it a little bit, but I think I'm going to be okay. And I'm saving up my birth control because if Brian comes to visit, then I want to be able to be cummed in when he comes. Is that how birth control works? My birth control, the way mine works is that you have to start to, first of all, I just found out my birth control is only like 1% effective. So I am afraid that I'm barren, but I, um, basically I, I have to, you have to take it 48 hours, I think before you're cummed in just for that's the one works for my brand i can only take one kind of birth control because of my migraines did i tell you i'm gonna freeze my eggs um no you did not tell me that what made you I'm decide really that i'm really excited i'm really excited well Wait, I have you an have appointment. Have, do you have to have like surgery for that yeah i have an appointment i have an appointment to talk to a doctor when i get back because i want to freeze my eggs because um because of my hormone disorder i don't ovulate as normal as an they get doctors, you don't ovulate as often as a normal woman. And I was like, okay, she's not like other girls. Wait, by PCOS, do you mean, um, is that your home Polycystic, yeah. You know, Macy um, from Teen Mom has that, and she's very vocal about it. And that's why she kept going off birth control, because she was like, the doctors say I probably can get preg. But then the second she did, she kept getting pregnant. Yeah, the thing about PCOS is that much like many disorders that affect women, doctors don't take the time to even learn about it for a second. So basically, it's a super wide range of things, and all this like people can have totally different symptoms and ways that it manifests. Like I have a very mild case, which is lucky, but the point is, the doctor was kind of like, "You're going to have a hard time getting pregnant, but the only thing you can do right now to help 
would be if you wanted to freeze your eggs. And I was like, I'd love to freeze them because then I can like be older because I'm not even, as we all can agree, I'm not even close to being a mother considering that having my hair look bad for one day is sending me into a full spiral. So imagine if I had a whole kid and their hair to take care of. I saw an article that said these mothers were exhausted. So they all met up in a field to scream. Why is that like the culture around (laughs) motherhood? That sucks. That's sucks so bad (laughs) yeah the article is really celebrating that sucks and blows that sucks and blows it does both um so anyways i decided i want to freeze them so i'm going to meet with the doctor for an initial consultation so i'm not sure if or when i'll actually be able to do it but i'm just putting it in the into the universe that it's something i want to do i know it's very expensive i know you have to have surgery i know it's kind of emotionally draining but i think it would be Cool. You know, it's funny. I've always wanted to have like some kind of consult- consultation with some kind of doctor. Uh huh. Just seems well, so chic. They're always doing it on reality shows. They're always getting consults with doctors. Is that like because they're like what kind? Like plastic surgery? Plastic surgery, just kind of all different. Like all different consults, and like and always like a friend will come with them, like um another housewife, and I'll kind of like. Do you want to come with me to the to the egg doctor? No, I don't want to do that. That's rude. I don't want to. I have to be honest. But you came with me to City MD. I did. Yes. No, I did. But no, oh, not, it was a different time. It was a different time. Not the, not the. It's the egg doctor for me. Well, uh, well, who knows? But it's just something I'm thinking of doing. I don't even. I mean, of course, I don't want to have kids now, but I could see myself getting older and being like, okay, life's boring. I'm lonely. Time to do it again through someone else. LOL. I wish you could hear how loud the construction is um, in my apartment, truly, starting at 7 a.m. Truly. I have something to say. My throat hurts not in a sick way, but like in like a muscular way on one side. Oh. Does that, does that resonate with you? Um, well, my th- throat is always hurting on one side, but that's in a sick way. I'm always getting different old tonsillar, like one tonsil at a time gets inflamed and I have to deal with that. Like when I had COVID, one of my tonsils got pretty inflamed. Oh, wait, I just thought of something else to talk about, but it literally escaped me so quick. Have you ever been on a date and it's going well and then all of a sudden they drop a huge deal breaker? Oh, bebe. You mean like they reveal they don't vote? Yes, I have. And it's absolute hell. Me too. In those moments, I always think, wow, I wish I knew that. I wouldn't have put on pants, honey. Well, thanks to the dating app, OkCupid, daters may never be in that situation again. OkCupid finds people you're most compatible with. OkCupid is the only app where your opinions matter because you matter. Here's how it works. The OkCupid app learns what's most important to you by asking you questions. Then the app's one-of-a-kind algorithm pairs you with people that care about what you care about, like puppies and reproductive rights and anything else that you care about. In fact, did you know OkCupid is the only dating app in the world that lets you filter out singles that don't care about the issue you care about? From climate change to being pro-choice to LGBTQ rights, that means no more wasted money, no more wasted time, and no more surprises. It's time to find your person. Download the dating app OkCupid today. P.S. It's free, so you have no excuses, babe. Have you picked up a very niche hobby this last year? Rock climbing, pickleball, stationary bikes, YouTube video workouts. If you had to get creative to keep active, Girlfriend Collective has you covered with sustainable, supportive activewear. 
Girlfriend Collective creates responsibly sourced activewear for everyone from size extra extra small to 6XL. They've got you covered from head to toe. Find pants with different compression levels for ultimate comfort. Supportive and soft bras and underwear, workout dresses, joggers, sweats, beanies, and even cute slide sandals. And Girlfriend makes their items in your go-to staple colors, but also make fun, bright colors and new seasonal releases to choose from. They also have a garment take-back program called Regirlfriend. So once you're done loving your pieces, which will be in a long, long time from now, send them back to be upcycled into new Girlfriend gear. Feel good in what you wear, whatever you're doing with Girlfriend Collective. And for listeners of the show, Girlfriend Collective is offering $25 off your purchase of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash seek treatment. That's $25 off $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash seek treatment. Girlfriend.com slash seek treatment. Are you finally caught up on yellow jackets? Yeah, of course. Um, well, you hadn't a day. Oh, we haven't, we've been potted in a while. Um, yeah, I kind of thought the finale wasn't very good. Yeah, I wasn't satisfied by it, was I? It, it didn't give us, like, any answers. And it actually kind of felt messy and, like, they didn't know what they're doing. Well, here's the thing is and if you don't want spoilers t- slam your laptop shut as quickly slam as you can it, p- press the forward 30 press the forward, press 30. forward 30 and also slam your laptop shut so hard that it breaks um <laughs> but if, if you'll thank us later <laughs> yeah the fact Go that off the grid yeah the fact that like we've known all season that jackie dies somehow and then like this was when we found out how she dies I was so disappointed to find out that the way she died was going outside and then, like, despite, like, being freezing to death, being, like, I'm staying out here and, like, just slowly <laughs> die. It's, like, at a certain point, you're, like, yes, I got in a fight with my girlfriends, but, like, I am going to go inside because I am turning blue and that's problematic. I know. So the other thing I'm going to go like, inside. Like, the fact that she just literally it would have even helped it for me if she was, like, kind of by the door and she'd been, like, trying to get in but the door was locked or something and no one heard her Mm -hmm, the fact mm -hmm. that she literally was in her place and just was like no i'm gonna lie here in the cold while the snow literally covers me i was like i'm not so sure about that wait you're literally a genius that's exactly what we needed like just her banging on the door would have been so much more powerful for everyone they're like fuck you jackie like yeah the thing is i also really didn't like how the episode began in the heat of summer and then three minutes later it's like jake i'm like that's not how weather works but some places that kind of is how weather works do you know an instance of, of where it's how mm. weather works where are they supposed to be because it's summer for a really long time there they're in mountains wherever they are and but i will say that in the australian outback it could be as high as 90 degrees during the day and as low as 20 at night all of a sudden <laughs> i don't think they're in the australian outback no they're not but that's an example of a place <laughs> that's a huge huge massive point you just made you know how i learned that australian survivor oh my god i started um the latest sally rooney book finally oh i saw you to start that i was when you were gone i was i'm enjoying it when you were gone and i was vlogging about um a little life which i'm about halfway through oh my god it's so good are you liking it um, I was just saying, well, it's funny. A lot of people on that are like, don't finish it. It's total waste. Like, don't. Wait, why? I well, I read like, it years ago. But torture, like-, like, it's torture porn. Like, oh. Which, I mean, I don't necessarily care about that, but I wasn't like connecting with it for a very, very long time. I mean, hundreds of pages. And so it's really taken me almost all of January just to get halfway through it. And now, it, you know, it was gifted to me by a dear friend of the pub, Will. Jesse's family. Love well, love well. And um, 
So now I'm about halfway through it and it did just get kind of like page turnery and I'm like, oh geez, what's going on now? I enjoyed it. What I'll say is that what it took for me to start picking up a physical book again was actually being at the beach. Yeah. There is something, let me tell you this. When you have that page in your hands and it's a little wet and a little sandy, I mean, that is bliss. That's bliss. I, I never can truly be at the beach because someone's always trying to talk to me. Every time I go to the beach, someone's trying to talk to me. I agree. That's why it's nice to be alone. I'm very alone right now. Oh, you went to the beach in Mexico already? Yeah, I've been at the beach like every day. Where in That's Mexico? why my hair... Can I ask what town you're in? Sort of near Cancun. You know, I've been noticing a lot of gays going to Mexico City lately. I'm like, is this a new yeah, place we're supposed to be flocking to? Well, it was Puerto Vallarta like one second Merrick ago. They're like every day. Every day, Merrick's in Mexico City. Why are the gays flocking to Mexico City? I know, but that's far from here. I've never been to Mexico City. I would love to go. Yeah, I guess. I guess I would if I'm like supposed to go as a gay man. <laughs> it always changes where as a gay man you absolutely must travel to. It's true. It's true. Um... <laughs> It's true. It's true. I had something else to say that was so fucking interesting. Are you liking the new Sally Rooney? Yeah, I am liking it so far. It's good. It's just, Thanks although I've been crying a lot. I've been, I've been crying a lot. Why? I don't know. I think like I was really busy before I came here. And then there's something about entering an empty hotel room. And at first you're like, this is heaven. And then all of a sudden you're like left with your thoughts. And you're just like, I just sobbed. Yeah. That's kind of like. As you know, I went through, I went through something kind of traumatic and I'm like sort of only processing it now. Yeah, totally. For a second I thought you were talking about spilling coffee on the girl. And I was like, yeah, totally. (laughs) And I remember what it actually was. I know. Yeah, I've been so muddled in my head lately. It's been hard. What's been going on with you? Um, nothing. That's the whole problem. Absolutely nothing. Like I just feel so um Well your job must be interesting. I mean, isn't that like Yeah, yeah. But sometimes it feels like if you're just on Zoom all day, it's like it just doesn't yeah. seem like you're truly living a life. You know what I mean? <laughs> it really that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm living a life lately. You know, I finished um, pitching my show and I was like, does anyone care? Does anyone care? What song is that? Your father. Does anyone care? You know that song? It's 90s. You're too young. I'm way too young. I wasn't born until 2007. Mm-hmm. Whoa, sorry. I just burped into the microphone. I'm really sorry, everyone. I've been doing... um. Um, oh, this is what's fucked up. I literally went to bed at 10 p.m. Couldn't get up. Like, when I woke up at 8, that was hard. Oh, really? That shouldn't be. No, something's deeply wrong with me. I've been getting up at 8.30 pretty consistently, which is really good for me. I am so excited. That's really good for me. I'm going on I'm going on Saturday by myself to a track meet called the Melrose Games where every single event, every single race is loaded. And I'm going by uh, myself. I purchased a very good single one-person seat. And I'm, going heaven. To just keep, I'm just going to keep going to the person next to me and saying every race is loaded and see what they, <laughs> see what they do with where that. Where is it? It's at the Armory, which is like... Um, up by like truly the George Washington Bridge. It's like way up there. Oh, okay. Way up there, they say. They call it. How do you, you know, something I'm realizing about like food, eating and drinking is that I always feel like at the end of the day, like I deserve a treat. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that way? Well, you know, you actually chose to t- tell me about the, um, for one, yes. And I think like whatever. Um, and you too. But it's like I don't, I don't deserve, I don't need a treat at the end of every day. Like I should just, like my life is a treat. Your life my is life a is a treat. 
Um, yeah, I don't know what the like correct way is to look at whether or not um, <laughs> your life is a t- treat. I mean, or if you get a treat at the end of the day, I don't know what I don't know what the experts would say about that. And so, forgive me if I am I'm absolutely uh saying all the wrong things if but. anyone knows if anyone's listening to the podcast and they know how i can stop feeling like i need a treat at the end of every day and don't tell me that like taking a bath is a treat because i always take a bath and i'm not gonna stop just, it's not a treat it's a right and for, so, well, for me it's not a treat or a right it's a punishment because i hate baths <laughs> and it's so boring um i love sarah scrum's little segment on um on weekend update where she like Ooh. uh yells at Colin Jost. I, I only have seen clips of it, but it makes me laugh so hard every time. I haven't seen it, but she's a genius, of course. Wait, you know what you told me about? I'm already, I'm already like, am I going to get, what? like, is everyone going to be mad at me for even mentioning them? Or are they one of those kinds of treats? But Yasso bars have become hopelessly so addicted to. They're so good. They're incredible. I'm so glad. No, I don't think you, this one gets you mad at well, you. The only problem is They're I have, like, like Chobani for um, breakfast usually. So now I'm like, and sometimes I have to running for a snack, like a late afternoon snack. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, is my body going to turn into Greek yogurt literally? Because isn't yeah, so I just kind of frozen Greek yogurt. Yeah, it's so good. I don't think of it as like a diety food. I think of it as just like a delicious treat. Yeah, it's so delicious and it's such a treat. I love Yasso. They should sponsor us. Now, awesome. should we post more to Megan? I'm so, this is a national holiday that we sit here recording this. This is a national holiday for both the U.S. and Britain because it's the day or episode with Megan from season four. Oh my God, it does? It yeah, it comes out. Oh, is it out? Wait, I'm actually so excited. I know. I hope Megan like remembers about us. Do you think she might? I remember at the very end, I asked her to remember about me. And she that was, was so funny. I wish I'd, I, I actually have to say I've never... This is embarrassing, but I've never been so starstruck during an episode, and I actually felt like I was being so crazy. She was so cool and real. Let's do a voicemail and help others for once. Hi, Kat. Hi, Pat. I'm literally obsessed with you. Um, Oh, gosh. That's kind of embarrassing. Um, But whatever. I'm 22, and I live in Chicago. And I just broke up with my boyfriend like a month ago, and we lived together for three years. And we actually live together now um, because our lease isn't up for five months, and I can't afford to break the lease. Mm, broke vibes. Um, but anyways, I am dating around, but I just went on a date with a cute boy that I actually just got back from, and we kissed, but I wanted to do more. Um, but I couldn't invite him back to my place and he's living at home right now. So I guess I'm asking is how do you, um, fork and fork dork, um, (laughs) when you're living with your ex? Okay. I love you guys. And, um, actually this would be so embarrassing to play on your podcast, but if you do, it's fine. Um, just know I love you. Bye. Babe, okay. you, first of all, you know I was in that exact situation. Yeah, this person was drunk on love in a good way. Um, they were drunk on crush. They were drunk on flirt. They were drunk on post-date. They were drunk on walk home. They were drunk on kiss goodnight. They were drunk on new beginnings. They were drunk on the possibilities. They were drunk on the potential for romance. They were drunk on um, storybook ending fairy tale. <laughs> Here's uh, what I'll say. They're a drunk on fairy tale realness. 
So I was, when I met Bri, I was living with my ex for I think like three months. And Bri was living at home with his parents. And we, <laughs> oh, it was such an amazing, you should save her because it was an amazing time. Basically, we, a, you don't have, you, you can't fork and sork dork a lot. Like, you just can't. And that makes it even hotter. So, basically, we famously did oral um, in a closet at Chris Murphy's house party the first night we met. You also then did we oral waited in that place. In the, in, in the Union Hall bathroom. Yeah, you did oral there. We did oral in the Union Hall bathroom. We hooked up in a park in Gramercy and we got locked in and these finance guys had to like pick me up and like hoist me over the fence. <laughs> um, he fingered me in a cab and I did come. In um, the cab. I can't, where else did we? When you do and oral then, in places like a closet or the Union Hall bathroom, are you just doing oral to him or is he doing oral back to you? Yeah, basically. Like maybe I'll get a little bit, but it's not. I'm I not going to say. Enjoy, I'm not going to enjoy it. Like he can like lick it, but it, I'm not going to enjoy it. I, I don't I, know. I, I don't know enough about the physicality of doing oral to a girl to know if that's possible. I mean, you can kind of like he can be on his knees and I can kind of like stand and like put my face, like my pussy on his face. But I don't know enough about the blocking of it all. It takes me a long time to kind of come that way, if I'm honest. Anyways, but then we would just kind of wait for his parents to go out of town. And then one time we got a hotel room in – we got the cheapest hotel room we could find, which was near Grand Central Station. And we met up there during the – we went to see <laughs> – this is so funny to think about now. We met up and we went to um, the Angelica Theater and we saw the rock climbing documentary with Alex Honnold. And then we went to – took a train up to Grand Central, had sex in this hotel room – Ordered pizza, watched Mrs. Doubtfire, because that's what was on, had sex again, and then left. And they were like, you don't want to stay the night? And we were like, we're good. Um, <laughs> so I would get creative with it. The only time I ever was at the Angelica was one time when I thought it was a date, but it wasn't. I'm sorry. It's okay. I saw the, And I saw The Shape of Water, which I hated. So it was a total lose-lose situation. Never seen it, never gonna. And I literally didn't find out it, was, it wasn't a date for like literally a week until I went on another thing with the same person I thought was a date and then found out that wasn't a date. And I was kind of like, oh, if this wasn't a date, then certainly seeing The Shape of Water at the Angelica Theater a week ago must not have been a date. And so I really pulled a little thread and the whole thing unraveled. But my real advice is just to like enjoy the like impossibility and let it make you even hornier and like mess around in public where it's acceptable. And then like when you finally do get to fuck, it's going to feel so crazy good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, well, it's like being young, sort of. Which that you was are. You're, I mean, you're 22. This person's 22, so it's sort of like yeah. they're used to feeling young. They kind of do it every day. <laughs> that was one of the horniest times of my entire life. Um. Yeah, that's Oh, cool. I need to have sex. I need to have sex right now. You know, I was going to ask you something. Can you kneel? Can you still kneel at your age? What? <laughs> like, hey, uh, like when you're talking about like giving head in the bathroom and stuff like that, like, yeah, like, did you kneel and do it? Yeah, yeah, you kind of had to, right? Yeah, I mean, if I'm honest, like it, it's nice if I have like something under my knees, like a rug or or a pillow. I'm an age where I really can't kneel anymore. <laughs> Maybe after a few more points with Shamar, he'll loosen up the point where I can kneel. Shamar, I know that. You don't know when you're eight, like, this, you'll be sitting, and you won't know that, like, in 20 years, there will only be a couple of different ways I can sit, and this won't be one of them. 
I can't. Brian has a really hard time. Like he hates sitting. I love sitting on the floor. He like literally can't sit on the floor the way Me his body neither. is. Maybe it's, it's a male thing. No, I think it's like a yeah. I don't know. I, well, I think I have like I do think I have some form of like scoliosis. My back, my back, my spine is really twisty, turny. Um, well, fans of the so pod might remember. In like 2019, a doctor told me my hips are like backwards, so they twist in weird ways that aren't right. But maybe that's why I can sit on the floor. My um, hips are sideways, mm, starring okay. Sandra O. Oh. My hips are sideways, starring Sandra O. Oh. <laughs> I such never a good saw movie. that. It's so good. Pat, you'd love it, Pat. You'd love it. What was it? 2004. What was it? It's an incredible film. Incredible. I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see it because it's how my because it's a story of my hips, so I have to see it. The cast is, um, is exquisite. My hips got life rights money for that movie, and they get residuals every time anyone watches it. <laughs> um, um, wait, what was I going to say? Oh, we, this goes out to fans and listeners. This goes out to fans and listeners. Um, it's, I don't know, again, you know what I'm considering lately? Hmm. Getting acupuncture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if anyone has a good acupuncturist, I'm open. Me to too. Send that. me that too. I need them to be... I used to go to like the Brooklyn acupuncture project because it's like if they make it affordable. Mm-hmm. And then I went to this expensive woman who was supposed to help with fertility. But it's one of those things, and I don't like things like this where they're like, it only works if you do it a million times for like three oh. years. And it's like, I, I, I kind of do like that stuff because then I feel kind of like I'm one of the initiated. Like when I'm having going for like 18 months, I'm kind of like, I'm reaping benefits that not everyone's reaping. And that <laughs> is pretty cool. My um, therapist has been out of town for, we can all agree, too long. To I need back, to start girl. therapy again. I need to start therapy again. You're not it's in therapy even a little bit, but you're doing well. Ever since my therapist left the practice, um, I I haven't gone. I need to figure out my interns. Me too. Uh, I'm paying out of pocket, as they say. I, as, we learned, as we learned in that famous video, I'm paying out of pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my Someone's God. calling my room. Let me answer. I'm scary, 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 scary. Answer Hello? Why. Oh yes, I'm I'm perfect. Thank you so much. Oh, actually, could I have some more waters brought up to the room? Amazing. Thank you so much. You too. Bye bye. So we're gonna have to have him sign a release form for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we have to promote <laughs> our show on um our alt prom on Super Bowl. Pat and I are going to do an alt prom for Pat. You can only you can say this part for say it. I know. I always. Now it's like, are we doing an alt prom for the freaks, fags, and losers um, on the day of the Super Bowl, Feb 13th? Um, because I think it's always fun to be able to go somewhere else during the Super Bowl because it's like, oh, yeah, I don't have to no one wants sit to with these people. Party. I don't no have to sit with these people and eat these things. I can go somewhere for with my community. Yeah, pre-Valentine's Day alt prom for freaks. Bags freaks? and losers, oh, how as they said I in say? the 90s. Freaks and freaks. losers, we could just say. Freaks and losers. I mean, you can. So on on Drag Race, they said fag, and they didn't bleep it out, which was a huge step forward for like saying <laughs> fag. Um, and I'm so it's gonna be so fun. I'm so excited. I want to get an outfit. People are like, there are some people in this world who are, I would say, typically white gay men who are insistent on clinging to the victimhood of like. Mm-hmm. technically not being allowed to donate blood where it's like literally everyone's donated blood like you don't even really ask like it's kind of cuckoo crazy like it's like i think that 
it, you know, like, and, and Joel tweeted about it and, and was like, you could always just lie if you want to give blood. Yeah, if you yeah, let yeah. me blood, you can give blood. And someone was like, uh, lying about your queerness is not the take you think it is. It's like, okay, first of all, like you're, you're giving blood to someone who needs it, who's not the one who made the rule. So it's like, what yeah. are you talking about? Literally, what are you talking about? And it's like, is it a stupid rule? Like, yes. But it's like, do you need to literally post sassy things of like, sorry, you need blood, but I guess I can't because I'm bi. It's like, oh God. It's like, I don't Stop I don't, making people needing blood about you. I know. It's just this weird, um, I actually read this amazing article, which I will send you, just about how, like, yeah, we're obsessed, our culture's obsessed with victimhood at this yeah. time. Yeah. And I think it's hard for people to realize they're um, not doing fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am and I say that as a gay man who would be absolutely jailed and beheaded if I tried to give blood. Um, <laughs> My God. Um, are you watching Euphoria? No, I don't remember a single Let second of the this. first season. The only thing I remember from the first season is the carousel. The only thing I remember from the first I season is the carousel. I have to just carousel. tell you this back. The mo- the, you just need to watch so the most recent episode that aired on Sunday. I heard it's very the gay. Yeah, the beginning is a backstory of Nate's dad, and it's, like, very gay and hot. Like, oh, well, that. you know I'm, like, so attracted to that man. Well, it's it, there's a there's an actor playing a younger version of him, but it's like oh, it's I was like very turned. It was it was hot. I, I, yeah, that man. Lots of really dicks. Well, yeah, love, love seeing more dicks. Well, on well, TV. Speaking of, we do have to bring up and just like oh, um, Harry's fake. Harry's and the real, like the fake and take us the fake and the real and say like pick your poison, pick your, choose your fighter. That was not a real dick. No, no, Harry's was fake, but then they showed us a real. Where whose was real? The downstairs neighbor's boyfriend was real. Oh, I forgot. That was such a flash. It was such a... Oh, for me, it was, like, very kind of, like... Monumental? Monu- well, just because they showed well, us... Was it, two, I don't even... The show is two in one... The show is two in one episode, one fake, one real. I think such a choice. They're I think saying who listens, these are two things. <laughs> they're saying these are two things that we're holding up as art. Apples and oranges. They're saying these are apples and oranges. Look at it and feel something. <laughs> that's what they asked us to do and it's like going so, to the moma it's like marina abramovic the artist is present look at these look, look at these two things and feel what they make you feel let me tell you this um i cannot believe i think we can all agree it's insane that i wasn't tapped to play her young carefree west village neighbor yeah 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 i was i mean we, we I all saw- know i'm not thin enough but um tv still isn't ready for someone <laughs> tv pretends they're ready but tv is not ready to see someone without a perfect Without a perfect body. Without a perfect being, like, cool. Um, but I celebrate that woman. Well, when I first was introduced to her in early stages of the episode, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, this can go, there's 99% chance this is going to go one way and 1% chance the other. 99% chance with, and just like that being what it is, it's going to be like, they learn to respect each other and think each other is cool. 1% is what I wanted, which is like, kind of like, how it was like in that those string of episodes in the Hamptons with like Samantha with the um cantaloupes where <laughs> it's like them against the 20 somethings and they're yeah, like yeah, yeah, and they yeah. hate them and they're enemies and it never changes. Like that to me is what I wanted and needed. That's what that I is like, that is real. I don't need to hear that she's like a successful jewelry designer and like, like, she can okay. afford her own place. <laughs> it's okay to be enemies with her. It's okay to be enemies with her. Um, Carrie was embarrassing herself though when she kept saying she was a writer. I was like, I, girl, no one cares you're a writer. I know, but I did care a little bit as she was. Aww. 
But also, why don't we ever hang out on... Actually, I don't have a stoop, but we never hang out on... Well, that was the other thing. It was fully, like, a nightclub on her stoop. I was, it like, was that also, way. like, no one actually hangs out in the West Village like that. Yeah, wait, and also, it wasn't even the West Village. It's Upper East Side. It's her old apartment, isn't it? Wait, I thought her old apartment was West Village. No, oh, it's it just Upper real East. Life. Yeah, girl. It's hey, upper I feel East, like a, oh my girl. god, I'm such an idiot. I'm such an idiot. I was girl. like, they're on Perry Street. Street. No, like, they're Upper East. You never it's a nightclub like, on people. It was a night. It was New York's hottest nightclub on the stoop of an Upper East Side appointment. Well, Upper East, you know, maybe I should move there because it is more affordable than where I live now. It is more affordable, and it's near the park, which I wouldn't mind for my little. One mile Yaskaga Strava runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you're back on Strava. Welcome in the water. Yeah, I'm excited. Fun. I'm gonna go Welcome on a run today. I'm gonna go. Fun. I'm gonna go on a longer run today. I didn't yesterday. Basically, if it's sunny out, I want to be like getting a little bit of a tan in a healthy way, girls. Yeah. But um, if it's not sunny, I'll just. I've been there's a nice gym here. I went to the gym, did some weightlifting. I keep forgetting you're in Mexico. Me too. I forget every one second. Does anyone who listens to this, is anyone who listens to this a tattoo artist and wants to give me a cool tattoo, DM me? I love tattoos. I want more. I don't want more. Not in a way that I feel like, not in a way that I want to show them off or feel like that's my personality, but just in a way that like getting the one I have, getting the ones I have has been very meaningful and like they bring me joy. This one gay porn star, Austin Wolf, has like tattoo around his belly button. Like, and it is hot, but I have to always remind myself that's not how it would look on me. Oh, I have to tell you something. What you know? One thing, one thing we can include, and one thing we can't. Um, I saw a movie at Sundance virtually that is so fucking good that you're gonna be obsessed with. It's called Fresh, and um, Sydney Washington's girlfriend JoJo is in it, and she's amazing in it. Oh, I forgot she's an actress. Oh my god, she's so good. I don't know if I've met her in person. I like feel like I know her because I like see her on social and I talk about like with Sydney, but um, she's so fucking good in it. It's such a good movie. Do you want to know what it's about or should I not yeah, spoil it? No, say what it's about if it's not a spoiler. I mean, I don't think saying what it's about could possibly be a spoiler. Do you agree? I don't know. It's a, I'll say it and then we can cut. It's basically this girl. This girl meets a guy on a dating app and he turns out to have a bit of a sick, um, twisted way about him is all I'll say. Oh, I hope that he's gay. I hope it's sick and twisted way is gay. Do you want to hear more, but we don't include it in the pod because I don't want to spoil it for everyone else? No, or no. If it wouldn't spoil it for others, it would spoil it for me, don't you think? Okay, you'll, you'll like it. You'll, What's it's it called? In my, head it's called? in my head, it's called JoJo, but that is just the name of <laughs> an actress in it. It's um, called Fresh. Um, yeah, JoJo's in it. She's amazing. And it's Daisy Edgar Jones, the girl from Normal People. And someone whose name I just learned, Sebastian Stan, I didn't know who he was, but now I'm realizing he's the boyfriend from my Tanya. Oh, I don't remember. Anyways, I thought it was really good. I watch it. It's fun to see like a good new movie and be like, oh, like there's cool movies. That was me when I saw Scream 5. Oh, yeah. I, I want to watch it. Incredible. And Courtney needs an Oscar and she needs it yesterday. I um, fucking love Courtney. Did I say that on the podcast? when I'm skinny, I look like her. Have I said on the podcast yet that we as a community are finally in a place where we need to be giving Courtney harder material? No, but we are. What, we need to give her so long. We need to give her some harder material because she's ready. She's ready. She's ready. She's ready. You should have her in your next project. I would love to have Courtney in my next project. That'd be amazing. I would love to have Courtney in my next project. Um, 
Ah, it's happening. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, she signed on to your next friend. I can't believe she, she just signed, signed on. on. I, I just got an email. She, we're working on dates. Okay, me and Courtney are working on dates for my next project. That's which, incredible. I've been not- doing, last thing I'll say is I've been doing the 30-day yoga with Adrian challenge. Obviously, that means some days I miss and do two in a day or sometimes I just miss them. Mm-hmm. But I do think it makes me feel good, but I don't yeah. know if I care. Um. I want to do yoga. I do want to do yoga. I really enjoy yoga. I just sometimes don't need like to do that much yoga. I love how the stretching makes me feel though. I need to stretch. Let's be honest. I can't um, kneel. Let's be honest. I can't kneel. I need to do the age. You need to, if you're going to give head in the union hall bathroom, you need, you need, to, to, you need be, to be able to kneel. You need to be doing 30 day AGN challenge. So crush so, of the week. Crush of the week. My crush of the week is two people who have already been mentioned. Shamar who's mm. an unbelievable and all about the work and um, Courtney who needs an Oscar yesterday and we need to come together. I'm glad we, we're taking care of Kirsten. Like she's, I hope going to get best supporting. Now we need to um, get Courtney an Oscar. Um, crush of the week. Mm. Why am I? It's like to have two Nespresso's and be exhausted isn't right. Well, sometimes coffee makes you literally um, have taken an. Sometimes coffee is literally ambient. It, you know, that's what's crazy about coffee is it's such a landmine because it could be Coke and it could be ambient and you have no idea which is going to be when you Damn. drink it. When you take it. My crush of the week is my bathtub. It's absolutely everything I've ever dreamed of. And I've been taking like two baths a day and it's heaven. Do you feel hot today? Um. It's too early to know. I mean, I feel hot and then I woke up at 8.30. Um, and like this hoodie, I haven't worn in a while. I kind of like it. So you look amazing. I would like if my hair was like growing in better, but it's not. And um, but yeah, I'll say yes. I'll say yes. Do you feel hot today? No. Incredible. Incredible. Do I look as disgustingly hideous as I feel? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But do you know what I mean? Like with my hair like this, I feel like I don't feel like myself. Um, I it mean, still looks like me. It definitely still looks like you. Do I look okay? Yeah. I wish I liked my hair curly. Like some girls look so good with curly hair, but I feel like I don't. I think you do. I, I, I wore it curly for a few, you know, I think I wore it curly years. for a few years. Yeah, I years. did. I did. No, because I've been here. I've been, I just want to say this. Listen, I've been in this place before where I'm like, I have to accept the natural texture of my hair. I want to embrace it. And so for like two years, I wore my hair curly. But even at the end of that, I was like, I just prefer it straight. And that's okay. That's okay. And I am, of course, falling asleep talking about this. But I saw, I met this gorgeous girl with this amazing curly hair. And I was like, I I just don't look like you when I do that. But, anyways, I'm going to, I'm going to accept myself. And I'm 30 and I need to just shut the fuck up. So that's (laughs) the, (laughs) I'm 30 and I need to shut the fuck up. Okay. And I don't feel hot today. And I love you. Are you, are you mad at me? Cause I've been like kind of annoying this whole episode. No, not at all. Are you mad at me? Cause you think Mm. that I'm mad at you. Not even for a single second. Okay, good. Who's Um, your next guest be by the way? Let's, let's convene after this about, uh, let's convene at some point about the show on the 13th and who our next guest should be. Totally. Love y'all. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye.